I am joined now by, let me be presumptuous, Countrywide's unofficial Welsh farming correspondent, former international rugby referee Nigel Owens, nowadays a Hereford farmer. A very good morning to you. <laughs> good morning to you as well. Um, I promise that I will listen with an open mind to whatever it is that you have to say about Wales's chances at Lansdowne Road later on today. But um, <laughs> can we talk a little bit first about what it is that is happening in Welsh farming? You're all quite upset. Yes, well, as you know, as, you, as you're seeing all over, all over Europe, really, um, and, and, and Wales as well, no, no, no different. Um, <laughs> The main issues at, at the moment there is that the farmers are, um, are very unhappy with the, with the with the SFS, which is the single farm payment scheme, which is um, replacing the old uh, farm subsidy um, of what is required for them to be able to to claim that single farm payment through the scheme that the government have put in place. Um, now there's a there's a bigger picture. There's a bit of a cultivation of things. Just as well. let's explain um, to people, Nigel, that in order to be eligible yeah. for subsidy payments, farmers must give over ten percent of their land to trees and ten percent to wildlife habitat. Yeah, that's it. And I think what people probably need to understand as well is that farmers um, have no issues with. Uh, changing the way that they've done things because they, they have to. We all have to change the way that we've done things in order to, to help with the, with the fight against climate change. And a lot of what is in the proposal of the SFS is is, is good. A lot of it is, is good and the change needs to happen. But there is a part of it then which is which is just not fair, which is the 10% recover, uh, who can claim it, how you can claim it. If you're a tenant farmer, you've got an agreement that you can't plant trees and you're not eligible. Uh, and obviously the 10% wide as well. So if you're basically looking at say you've got 200 acres of, of good quality food producing land um you're going to have to give 20 acres of that up to to um to tree planting and, and um, is it is uh, it, is it as bold it. as that nigel that if you don't give over that 20 percent of land you're not going to get your subsidies that is what the discussion is at the moment is and that's what the farmers are worried about um and are not happy with and, and quite rightly so as well so like the farmers are not, we are not against the change. We are not against contributing and helping with the change against climate climate change. We have, we all have to do that. But I think it's the way that it's being done and what has been putting into place is, is just not fair. And it will, they, they made, um, they asked an independent um, mission into this to look at, at the effects of, of if they did this and the effects are around sort of five and a half thousand jobs would be, be lost within the agricultural community. Uh, in Wales, because a lot of food production would would be lost, and you know, the world is a growing population. Wales is a growing population, and people will need will need food. So there'll be it's going to be mm. a huge knock on effect, really. So that's that's what's built, and, and obviously one of the backdrop of that as well is that there's issues with the ongoing with TBs on is on the rise in Wales again. We're just going around in circles. You know, the government don't seem to be listening. Yes, um, I've been, the way I've been reading, there's a lot of things building up. I've been reading about TB now so widespread that you're saying it's not just a matter of when a farm gets an outbreak, um, but sorry, not a matter of if a farm will get an outbreak, but when it's going to be hit with an outbreak. Yeah, it is, and that's 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 what it is like you now, and that's what it feels like, and the huge worry about that. I worry. I, I haven't had TB, but again, as you said, you know, it, it's just, it, you're worried because of when when you're going to get it, if you're going to get it, and it, it's a huge strain on 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 a farming family and mental health wise as well, and obviously you know the cruelty to, to okay. the animals involved as well. So the main issue is that 
farmers have to realize that we have to change the way things, we have to deal within the, the, the cattle, and there are things that we need to do to be better at that. But what the government don't seem to be listening is, unless you deal with it with the other sources, which is in the wildlife, particularly in, in badgers and deers as well, unless you're going to deal with it in the wildlife as well, then you're just going to be around in a continuing circle. Okay. So there's a lot of frustration been building up over, over a few years. Indeed, TB is something that we're going to turn our minds to on next week's Countrywide. But can we, for the moment, turn our attention to some more pleasing thoughts, namely Warren Gatland going back to Cardiff from Dublin with his tail between his legs later on today. How like is that? <laughs> well, look, um, I think no matter what team uh, will play, <laughs> will play against Ireland, particularly in Dublin at the moment, I'm, I'm going to be up against it because Ireland probably at the moment take away the World Cup. Um, but Ireland, I would say at the moment, are, are probably the best team, best team in the world. You could argue where they are because obviously the, the World Cup winners and New Zealand beat them as well. That becomes a different discussion. But but at the moment, I would say the way they're playing, they're, they're, they're a damn good side. And I would say they're probably the best in the world at, at, at the moment. And um, But we're not Wales resting on our laurels. We're not resting on our laurels going up against Wales because that would always oh, be a mistake. Not, no. uh, if damage is to be done to the Irish team, where is it going to come from today? Well, we're just going to—they've just got to up their game. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of youngsters in that team. You know, we, we probably should have beaten Scotland. We we should have beaten England as well, really. Um, we we didn't, but we we could have and probably should have. Um, so there's a lot of talent there, and they they've just got to up their game. They've just got to. Well, They've just got to somehow do to Ireland what Ireland do to the other teams, and that's not to let them have the ball, particularly in your own 22. You make those mistakes, and once Ireland are in your 22, very, very rarely do Ireland leave your 22 uh, without scoring some form of, of points. Mm. And that's what the Wales have got to do. They've really got to cut down on, on the mistakes, keep the possession themselves, and prevent Ireland from from doing which is their strength. But Ireland at the moment is just a, just a, a brilliant side. They're a complete side. It's, just, it's you know... You just wonder where where there is a chink in their armour. <laughs> I don't know where that is, and that's the problem. Um, I have held on to a man called Eddie Burgess, who hails from Tullow. Uh, he's not just a river catchment expert, but he's also uh, coaches the girls under fourteen team there. Eddie, you have a message from Sean O'Brien, Tullow's most famous son, perhaps for Nigel. Yeah, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I think Sean reckons that his Herefords might be a class above yours, Nigel. <laughs> Ooh, them's fighting words. You, you, you tell you tell Sean O'Brien when he was on the field, no matter how good he was, and he was good. Uh, I was always in charge because I had the whistle. And tell him if we go to the show ring, then my Herefords would be in charge as well. <laughs> I think Sean would welcome that challenge. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. How how is how is uh, carving going? Yeah, we we have as well. We had a, a, little, a little bunch of about six carve um, late December, early January. That there's two due now in a couple of weeks, but the main the main block then of about sort of eighteen Herefords then are due in uh, in April. So uh, yeah, so it'll be busy time now in the next couple of months. Would you swap it? Would you go back to refereeing at any stage, or are you a happy farmer? Oh no! I, 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 you know, I finished at the right time. I think, and, and you know, I, I never thought I would say this. When people ask you, do you miss it? I, I honestly don't. I loved it when I did it, and I would change one thing. But uh, no, I don't miss it one bit. I just, I just love being, being, being on the farm. You know, um, having to to deal with with the Herefords is, is much okay. more of a pleasure and easier than dealing with the likes of Sean O'Brien. And presuming that you're going to be watching today um, with with your hands over your face or over your eyes, perhaps, would you give me a prediction for the score? 
Yeah, look, it's going to be a tough one, I think. I think Wales, they, they could win, but they're, they're going to have to be special today. Um, I, I think Ireland by around by around eight points, I'd say. Probably, I would say go, I'd go for... I'd go for 24-16. Is that eight points difference? We're not very good at maths. Yes, it is. 20, 24-16. 24-16. Very good. Nigel Owens, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, talk to us this morning.